Hello, what's going on? You know what day it is. Of course you do. It's Friday, which means you're almost done with work. You can do it, dude. I believe in you. You can make it through this, my friend. Unless you're listening to this after work, in which case, let me change my tone. I'm so fucking proud of you. I knew you could do it. I, I knew you had it in your hoss. So today's show is brought to you by the ADD Epidemic. That's right. It is sponsored by our inability to stay on topic. And before anyone from the Twitterverse gets offended and jumps down my throat about an ADD joke, I have ADD. I have the medical paperwork and the psychological trauma from the school system as a child to prove it. However, in the interest of full disclosure, I will say that I think the cause of today's, let's call it a loose form show, is the fact that everyone was pretty, 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 pretty inebriated to quote Larry David. But whatever, man, we were just out there free form like jazz, man, you know, like we were searching for something, man, looking for that sound, you know, exploring the frontiers of waxing poetic about sports. Has anyone ever sounded like more of a douchebag hipster introing their podcast in the history of podcasting? I doubt it. Probably not. I fucking hate myself. Let's start the show. All right, welcome to Stone Sports. I am your host, as always, Bert. With me, as always, I am my co-host, Double. Say what up, Dubs. The fuck is up? And my other co-host, the monolith who used to main Moira, the mother of Chechnya himself, Mike Trout Jr. Meech, say what up, Meech. Mike Trout Jr. <laughs> what up? Yeah, yeah, that's a throwback to a couple episodes ago. You probably I did dial back the weather references (laughs) in this in my notes this time. I mean, I might still throw some more in there. Please do. I wild card it. I enjoy them. I enjoy you and your meteorology degree. How was the week, boys? It's all right. It's been long already. I know, right? I'm right there with you. What about you, Meech? How was your week, bud? Um, it's good. Uh, Wednesday night football kind of kind of did it for me. I mean, now we don't have Thursday nights, so there's that. But uh, yeah, it was it was a good week. I thought. Nice, nice. I had a shitty week. I almost got fired this week, but fuck my job. Oh. Let's, <laughs> let's, <Not on. laughs> let's let's move on. Sopranos, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can tell. So let's move on to uh, all the uh, MLB news of the week. Why don't we update the Stone Sports listeners on all things MLB for the week? You want to uh, start us off there, Meech or Dubs? I don't care. Either one of you guys can, you know, start us off. It. Okay. Uh, I'm a fucking baseball nut. I, yeah, you are. I'm already wanting baseball back. Me too. I mean, at the same time as football, I want a combo platter again. But <laughs> 59 major leaguers non-tendered. Uh, the deadline was yesterday. That essentially means they are free agents. Big names included among that are Kyle Schwarber, Nomar Marzana, Carlos Rondon, David Dahl, Mikel Franco, Adam Duvall. Um, Eddie Rosario. All those guys. I'm sorry, what? Eddie Rosario. Eddie Rosario. I meant to add him to my list, and <laughs> he I said, forgot. He said, I'm sorry, what? That was, you also <laughs> that was such an old man. You say, also butchered what? no Marmazara's name, but that's okay. <laughs> it's Marzana, I believe. Nope. Is it not? No. <laughs> Have I just called him that every year for the last? Anyway, uh, yeah, so they all became free agents yesterday after their clubs chose to move on from them, not go to arbitration with them. 
and then we had the Mets sign Trevor May. Yep. Uh, Mike, Mike, how do you feel about that? I don't know yet. It's like, probably a lot of Mets fans on the fence. I hope I don't know. I I don't know. I, honestly, I don't because I don't yeah, engage with them there because it's is kind of amazing. Yeah, exactly. But I don't engage with with Mets fans because like I'm depressed enough about it already. I don't need to like commiserate <laughs> with other people about it. So, you know, other Mets fans will probably hate me for saying that. But, you know, go fuck yourself. Well, out of the names you listed, Meech, I'm excited most to see where Kyle Schwarber lands and where Mazzara lands because Schwarber was phenomenal a few years ago for the Cubs and he's fallen off because he can't hit lefties. But if you right. put him in a scenario, a situation where he doesn't have to play every day and he can split time with someone who's stronger against lefties, he could thrive. Mazzara, he's only 25 and he's a top prospect for a while and he shows flashes of really good power. He just can't string together like a solid season. Yeah, for sure, uh, and I do want to issue a, a statistic or a, a, a editorial correction. It is Mazzara. I don't know what the fuck I thought. <laughs> yeah. It was Marzana. <laughs> I picked that man up every fucking year my fantasy league for half a year because, like you said, he can string <laughs> together like a good thirty-game stretch, but can't yeah. go more consistently beyond that. Yeah, you'll see him on fucking Sports Center or wherever, like social media, wherever. And there'll be a couple weeks where he's got like, oh. Hitting 350 with 10 home runs in his last 30 games, and then you yeah, don't hear about him again exactly. for like two seasons. I've been yeah. thinking about diving into fantasy baseball. Y'all have to give me some tips if I do, because I don't, oh, I don't fun. know like what the fuck. It just seems like it'd be more fun than football. It it's also fun, seems like but it'd it's be hard simpler. to keep up with. Right, because there's yeah. so many games. Right, right. You can't just set your lineup and move on. You have to, yeah. and especially this year with all the games, wackadoodle times. Like it was just. It was a lot to deal with this year. I didn't even have to do it, but it seemed because my league chose not to play it. I only do one league, though. Not like fantasy football where you do a couple. It's not that manageable. One league, you can deep dive into it. I always love playing a game of fantasy because it, it helps you keep track of the big players and, and, and who's coming up, who's coming down. You know, it's, it's fantasy is a good tracking tool to, right. to know the players who are around. Right. So, like, you know, Dub said he was he was fascinated that Schwarber and Mazzara. I think Carlos Rondon and Mikel Franco are my two most interested people in that list. Just if because, I had to put a third, it would have been Franco. Yeah, just because, like he said, I mean, Schwarber used to be great. People are always looking for pitching, and Carlos Rondon's a solid pitcher. And then, so it'd be interesting to see just who picks him up. And then David Dahl has been a young prospect that the Rockies got rid of Carlos Gonzalez for, and he just hasn't really panned out. He's just been injured a lot. So it'd be interesting to see where those guys go. Um, other free agent signings, um, that's Trevor May. We talked about that. Yep. And then Mike Miner went to the Royals, indicated that he wanted to be a starting pitcher there. He's been used both uh, out of the bullpen and as a starting pitcher. And then Charlie Morton signed with the Braves. Archie Bradley uh, hit free agency too. And, uh, yeah, he uh, was on that list of the non-tender guys. Yeah, I just didn't he's know one if he of the ones I forgot. Name. I mean, I know him because he's he's been in the NL West before. But... Uh, I I know him because he was a top prospect forever, and he had those couple really good seasons with Arizona once he transitioned to the bullpen, and his ERA yeah. has just dipped the last few seasons. But I think he's someone else that a change of scenery might prove productive yeah i know he had a couple good years after he came back from surgery and they moved yeah. him back to the bullpen in yep. arizona because I, I had a first front row seat to that 
Uh, and then Strowman accepted the qualifying offer from the Mets. That happened a while ago. And yeah. Gossman actually accepted it probably like a week or two ago. But there's been so much other sports news that we haven't really got to those. Um, yeah. Trades. Angels traded for Jose Iglesias to fill the void left by Andrelton Fitzsimmons. Um, I'm just butchering all names. Former I, Red I think Sox. I said that close, <laughs> but... And then the Dodgers trade for Corey Newbel uh in friedman's yearly attempt to revive someone's career he's done it we've seen him do this with joe bland we've seen him do it with brandon morrow and then we've saw it last year with blake trinan um as a dodger fan i'm still hoping trinan comes back because he watching him pitch you know i don't think any dodgers fan didn't think that he should have been the closer instead of kenley jensen his stuff just moves it's crazy and he's fast and it moves and that's that's a lethal combination for sure. Um, so that's about it. All that's happened in baseball, though. All right. Let's move on to the NBA news. Double, why don't you update the listeners on what's happening in, in basketball? Uh, so a couple big re-signs for the Lakers. They re-upped LeBron James to a two-year extension and Anthony Davis to a five-year extension. Uh, that contract on LeBron will take him right up into age 40. He'll be about to turn 40. Davis, five-year extension, so he locks up in with the Lakers for a long period of time. Uh, Joakim Noah, former defensive player of the year, got cut by the Clippers and is probably going to be heading to retirement. And That just makes me think of my NBA 2K days because the Bulls team with him, <laughs> Heinrich, and ben Rose Gordon. was fucking lethal. And Ben Gordon. Oh, Ben Gordon and Taj Gibson. It was just yeah. a great – with Tibbs at the helm, dude. That was a great fucking – great then 2K they got, team. Then they got young Jimmy, but- Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and then CJ Rose off the bench? CJ – no, not Rose. No, Watson. CJ Watson. Watson. That's CJ Mosley plays football, and I don't know who CJ Rose is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just yelling out shit. I, thought, I was treating this as a game of fucking Trivial Pursuit or whatever the fuck the game is where you yell out things. Uh, that's is that taboo? I don't Pictionary? think that's Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit is the one where you have <laughs> no, to like Monopoly. answer correctly. No, it's like one of the old school games, like Pictionary or like I don't know. It could be Pictionary. I don't fucking know. I don't know at all. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but my Lakers re-signed two huge Your pieces. Lakers. Uh, yeah, like his Lakers, fucking Lakers <laughs> fan. I am a front runner Lakers fan. I don't love basketball, but I do root for all LA teams minus my football team that is i get leagues, it obviously. i get it also uh in the nba uh woj uh woj, bomb, woj the bombs tis the season woj bomb <laughs> uh, uh tentative christmas day schedule and that is starting with the pelicans versus the heat warriors versus the bucks nets versus celtics mavericks versus the lakers and then a revenge game of clippers versus the nuggets let's hope the nuggets can beat them again this time, not so sweet to knock them out of the fucking playoffs, but how do we feel about the Nets? Because I've been seeing a lot of um... fuck the Nets. Yeah, I I've been seeing. Kyrie's I've been so seeing a lot much. of that. Like a lot of people saying, like this team's gonna fucking suck. Yeah, they're gonna so... tank because, like, as much as KD and Kyrie like to say they're best friends, Kyrie's the fucking worst. He doesn't get along with anybody. <laughs> he doesn't share the ball. It's all look at me, and then off the court, he's a fucking asshole. Durant, I actually like. I like that he plays into like the snake role and right. doesn't give a fuck about the burners and right. all that kind of shit. I like that actually. <laughs> I like that he takes it on the chin. But that 
combo I just don't see working. I mean, like, I think I'm not gonna, work, I'm not gonna compare but Tatum. But why? I'm not gonna compare Tatum and Durant like they're different, but their play styles are kind of similar. At least Durant has been in a system where he's not the only star. He was with the Warriors. He's got a lot of of you know experience where it's, he's not the only mouth to feed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When when he was with the Warriors, Clay went off a game, Steph went off a game, KD went off a game. I feel like in the playoffs it was mostly focused on KD, but I, I think he that could work. I think it won't work because one of them won't stay healthy. Both chronically I agree with, injured. I was just gonna say that too. If they can stay healthy, I think they can. Like they're gonna be a pretty high seeded playoff team. I don't. And think it's in gonna the get too. them right. I don't know if they're gonna get to the finals from there. But another key part is they're going to need Jarrett Allen, the center there, to step up and have like a defensive player of the year caliber season. He's been improved every season since he's been drafted, and he took a huge step up last season, and they'd like to see that improve because you need a third person there, and he's not somebody that's going to demand the ball, and he's going to be your anchor in the paint defensively. And you need that guy to step up if you're going to make a deep playoff run. Right, yeah, you need like depth guys in any sport to make a deep playoff run, I think. All right, well, uh, I guess we should move on to that uh, trade exception, right? Yeah, the Celtics, uh, the whole Gordon Hayward situation that we all thought was fucking botched and we lost him to the Hornets. Turns yeah, out that you were, H- like, losing your shit over. Yeah, I mean, it was, I was not happy at the time. <laughs> I mean, I, it was reasonable to not be happy. I'm not saying you were being unreasonable. We had a trade on the table that would have filled our needs, but whatever. Right. We got a... Trade extension, not only not trade extension, trade exception, not only a trade exception, but the biggest one in league history, twenty eight million dollars. Like I said before, we started recording when we were talking about it. I was, I think that the two most likely scenarios are that they either move it, like the exception itself. I think they, that's what they're that going to do. Salary cap. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah, and I think the other the other possibility is they might sign two people because they lost Ennis Cantor, uh, Robert Williams. They're expecting to step up and fill that Ennis Cantor role, but if he's not going to be able to fill it, you could see them try to sign a big man with that base. Uh, despite the Tristan yeah. Thompson signing, we're still weak at that position. Yeah, I mean, like, so what I was trying to say earlier is they can't like package it with a player to acquire right. another player. Like that's one thing right. they can't do. So that, I mean, but that's, like, when you have an exception that large, like, you can just dangle it all day long. I don't know. You're going to dangle it fucking... And... Sorry, go ahead. Steelers dangled their win streak out there on a goddamn limb. They almost fucking blew it to the Ravens. RG3 and Trace McSorley. Meech, you said you were enjoying watching some Wednesday night football. You want to take us through it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we skip right over Monday night football, which probably good reason uh, <laughs> oh fuck dude i didn't even notice <laughs> yeah no we'll get we, back to it we'll get back yeah, to it. yeah we'll, we'll work our way back around wednesday night but uh yeah no i thought wednesday night football was was good i can't lie if i if there was if it was on another day like where there were multiple games i don't know if i would have watched that game it was right. kind of a slog in the beginning um but it ended up being not too bad of a game as far as the, the score being competitive it wasn't super entertaining uh but it was cool wednesday afternoon the ravens really couldn't get anything going um they much. threw for 110 yards between griffin and mcsorley yeah they did rush like for 60 of that was like mcsorley like a 10 yard pass to hollywood brown and then him running yeah. like 
Meg Sorley was two for six for 77 and a touchdown. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, he was like <laughs> most of that, I feel like, on that yeah. one fucking pass. Which, I mean, Hollywood Brown's done jack shit this year, so. Well, I I, te- I think I texted you guys in the group. I said, he's probably happy to just have a fucking quarterback. His fucking quarterback has been a running back the last 10 games. Uh, Eagles are accepting applications at wide receivers, so he can always put his application You're in. probably he's accepting fucking up. applications at quarterback, too. <laughs> we're no, talking about coming back around future, to the bro. coming back around to the eagles the decision to <laughs> buckle down on Wentz is coming back to haunt you it is and it isn't i mean I, I wish he would just stick so eagle seahawks was a shit show uh yeah i i hate the whole and i hated when peyton did this with uh, Taysom Hill as well. I hate when a quarterback is off the field. That's the most important member of the field. It's the highest salary on the field. And you take him off the field for gimmicks, and it just doesn't do much. So, like, Hertz was in for, like, I think two or three plays. Two. He got a false start on one yeah. and then a completion on the other. And yep. immediately after the completion, he got taken out. Yeah, I, mean, I saw you tweet, right, when that happened. You were like, just make a fucking decision. Like, pick one. Yeah, I didn't hate the draft choice of Jalen Hurts like a lot of other Eagles fans did just because Carson Wentz gets hurt every year. Of course, the one year he's playing like absolute dog shit, he's not getting hurt. So that's fantastic. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I d- just stick with one. If you want Wentz, just stay with Wentz. But I think at this point, this team is showing really – there were – like I said, there's so many problems with this team. It's definitely not all Wentz. More drop balls. Miles Sanders dropped two easy fucking passes. And, like, people talk about his use of the run. He's, I think Doug Peterson's afraid he's going to fumble every time he fucking touches the ball because he's a clown. It does um, seem like our O line was in shambles. Like, I, there's so many parts to this story. Wentz was overthrowing, underthrowing, and then throwing to the other team. There's just so many bad things when you watch. It's hard to watch an Eagles game right now. One thing but, I picked yeah. up on while I was watching it was like when Earth isn't out there, it feels like Wentz is only target of Dallas Goddard. Like Goddard only had ten targets, which still led the team. But when I was watching it, it felt like he had every single target. Like anytime Wentz goes through his progressions and he doesn't have anyone, he just looks for Goddard. Well, that's because his tight ends are his best wide receivers. I I honestly think that Richard Rodgers, our third-string tight end, who's in there now because Ertz is not there as much, are our best wide receivers. They get separation from the linebackers. I can't tell you how many times I saw no separation between any of our wide receivers and any of the fucking defenders. And that's the frustrating thing. It's not all Wentz's fault. Yes, he doesn't hit open guys. He doesn't do this. Wide receivers need to get separation. Miles Sanders needs to learn how to catch out of the backfield. He was supposed to be the next Brian Westbrook. He can't catch. Like, how is this happening? He fumbles constantly. Our O-line is either dead or fucking limping to the finish line. Like, I, there's so many problems with this team. That being said, I think you got to turn it over to Jalen Jalen Hurts. Uh, there's no reason why, at this point in the season, you can't say – Let's just see if this makes a difference. Let's yeah, just no, see for sure. If this gives the team a jolt of energy. Well, yeah. you're three, seven, and one, and you could still win the division. So, <laughs> no, well, I think I think excuse. he makes a good point, though. I think Beach that's makes a excuse. good point. No, nah, like, I know. 
like you like this late in the season, like juggling starts like that is is just not productive and not then, conducive to like chemistry on a team. Like it's just it's like the wrong way to go about it, you know. But you know why he hasn't been out there yet is because you're gonna have the people that are like, oh, you spent the whole fuck, you gambled the franchise away on Wentz, and now you're starting a rookie over like that. Those yeah. people are gonna come out of the woodwork in droves. Yeah. I get it, but I don't think there's one person that's like, yes, we should stick with work Wentz right now. He just doesn't. Except those look good. fucking announcers, dude. They had every single <laughs> excuse for Carson Wentz the other night. No, they didn't. They did. No, they didn't. The fucking clown that couldn't even crack a fucking starting job in the goddamn NFL said he was underthrowing the ball, and then when he overthrew it, he said he's overthrowing it. Like, make up your goddamn mind, dude. I don't. I don't know. Like. <laughs> He's bad. He's not like his throws every single like, time to a point. You guys went to punt. They had a different like. It was a different reason. Uh, I didn't feel like they were they were being super sympathetic to him at all. But I, like I said, the whole team's a shit show. I think we spent way too much time on this dumpster fire of a team. But real fast, uh, there's talk like Eagles fan talk about replacing all Peterson, three of you, Roseman. But I I, I just think. If if a guy has to leave, keep in mind, you know, we won not so long ago. And I hate teams that do this, but this is trouble looking, to say the least. And this division that you can't eke out a win is is troubling, I feel like. And I think the biggest the biggest problem is Howie Roseman. I didn't like him before he ushered Andy Reid out of town. I liked him more when he won the Super Bowl, but I did not I haven't liked what he's done since. And I think they said it at the broadcast. I think they have one pro pro bowl or drafted since 2013 and it's wins. And it's just like, that's so many drafts to whiff on dude. But anyway, let's, let's get the fuck off of that. Let's go to the, oh, you know yeah. what's okay. next. Yeah, I do. Do you know what, you time know what's is? next? The preview. The preview. It's time for the preview. The preview. All right. That's enough of that. So let's get to the preview. First game on the list is Atlanta and new Orleans. Uh, who are you going to take Let's go, me, 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 me. Dubs. I'm sure we're gonna have the same pick here. I'm taking the Saints. They are now <laughs> nine and two on the season. Julio Jones was coming into the game questionable, despite them not having a consistent quarterback. Like Brees has been hurt. Hill has come in. He looked good the first week. Last week, not so much. The defense in the time that Taysom Hill has been starting though has only given up 28 points. Actually, that goes past the last four games. They've only given up 28 points. Very low total for a four-game span. That's a touchdown per game. They had uh, eight sacks a couple weeks ago. The, you with the math. The Saints' defense <laughs> is propelling them to the playoffs despite Breeze being out and not looking his best this season. I will take the Saints despite Atlanta's big win last week over Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think most people have the Saints as one of the top teams, if not the top team in the NFC right now. I'm taking the Saints as well, despite, like you said, Falcons doing something last week. The Saints, like you said, the defense just looks great the last few games. And it, it was the question mark earlier in the year. It's now resolved itself. And it's no wonder people like Cameron Jordan and uh, my boy Malcolm Jenkins on that defense, they have big leaders good players and they've started coming together and really playing as a team. And you've seen that in the results, like you said, four times seven, 28. And that's exactly what they've given up over the last four games. Look at my boys doing math four I times know. seven, big 28. Yeah. 
No, I'm not actually doing the math. I just had to memorize the times tables in elementary school. And so they're still there. They are still in there. Yeah, they're still in there for me too, dude. Went over. It was like fucking torture every day. Just going over. That's my shit. That's your dork. So uh, how about. I love times tables. Yeah. I like. They're easy. Yeah. I like stats. I hate the rest of it. Yeah, right. I get it. Yeah, I can tell you like stats. So uh, how about the Cleveland Tennessee game? Who are you going to take dubs? You got any stats on that one? I got the <sighs> the way you said I got right now. I got the <laughs> I followed by a sigh. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know. This one's tearing me apart. I I want to pick the Browns, but this just feels like a Browns letdown game. So you know what? Fuck it. I'm going with the Titans. Uh, Derrick Henry. Fuck you, Mitch. Derrick Henry has had two back-to-back huge weeks. He had the 29-yard touchdown in overtime against the Ravens to win, and last week he had 133 yard or 178 yards and three touchdowns against the Colts. Henry now leads the NFL in attempts and rushing yards, but on the other end, Cleveland's run game has been basically unstoppable all season and it's only gotten worse since nick chubb's been back uh 102 yards per game is what he's been averaging on the ground and kareem hunt has been a phenomenal secondary piece to that uh the browns might make the fucking playoffs well they're gonna make the playoffs they're now two games up on the ravens and that's 2020 for you you know it's a a fucked up year when the browns are gonna make the playoffs i'm here for it i'm i'm here for the browns dude i'm all about it we all agreed on their jerseys yeah, we did. Fire. We did. That's for sure. <laughs> it doesn't look pretty, but they're getting the job done. And I wanted to say it when we brought up the Steelers game. It didn't look pretty, but they still found a way to win. And that's really right. the important part. Also, feel, I'm sorry to jump back in on Steelers here. It's all good. Can we talk about the mismanagement uh, on the goal line by the Ravens going into the second half? like Or right before the second half? They call a timeout. They then run a run play, and then they burn 20, like, three seconds off the goddamn clock oh, yeah. because the Steelers oh, yeah. can't get off the pile. Oh, yeah. Um, and they Probably didn't get not. called for it. Probably not the first protocol they've mismanaged this week. <laughs> hey <laughs> But, yeah, anyway, that was, like, the only inter- – that was one of the more entertaining plays that happened during that game. But, anyway – Going back to the Browns, um, they're winning games that they need to win this year, and they haven't won in past years. And that's really all that you want out of a team. You want them to win games games that are winnable. That being said, I think the Titans are going to win this one because <laughs> uh, Derrick Henry gets stronger. And, well, I mean, you've heard that everywhere lately. And also, they just beat the Colts. I feel like they're on a high, and they're going to keep riding it. One more thing to add to that game with the Derrick Henry factor is the Browns are top 10 in the NFL in stopping the rush this year. So they do have a good matchup coming in against the Titans with their strength. That's but a, that's a huge marketing thing. They should, uh, they should market that, the Derrick Henry factor. Like you the could Derrick sell Henry t-shirts, factor. you could sell anything with that on there. I feel like people would buy that shit up. He's been doing well with uh, the king henry shit i think and yeah he's yeah his, his yeah, yeah. Henry's been everywhere. yeah fair enough fair enough all right but well, i got the titans yeah yeah okay so um 
How about Detroit, Chicago, Meech? Who are you going to pick there? <laughs> we'll see if we differ here. I've been trying to look at games, <laughs> trying to get my – it's like gambling with picks, basically, yeah, trying right. to get back to even at least with a double. But I'm going to pick the Lions here, and I don't know why necessarily. I know why. Why? Because they they just fired fucking everybody. They're cleaning house. Their players are going to have to prove that they – like are good enough to be here next year seriously gonna pick the lions here no because i need the bears to win for fantasy reasons okay yeah i i was i look at games i'm like i wonder what the hell double's gonna pick on this and i need to i don't think that at all until we're like about to do it and then we go into the game and i'm like oh i wonder if it's the same (laughs) (laughs) i just well because i'm behind now uh because of the fucking caveat game which we talked about last week and another down one i had i thought (laughs) i thought uh, meech was down two oh you're Uh, right I am down two. We I figured that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why I said the caveat game and another one that I had a mishap on. Anyway. Okay, so caveat and a mishap. Fucking... <laughs> yeah. That would sound like excuses more than anything. We are so off top. We are darting around. Oh, my God. Take our ADD medication today. Apparently. We're high, dude. I told you. It's, yeah, it's the name of the show. It's and all... it's also an excuse. It's also an excuse. That is true. All good, baby. That it's all true. good in the hood. What's happening? It looks something shiny. Um, so, so I'm going to pick the Lions to win. Uh, per Shafty, uh, Matt Nagy plans to start Trubisky. I don't think that's a good thing. I mean, everyone talks shit about fools. I think the offense looked better with him back there. We will see how it looks against the Lions team that has really looked like shit. So we'll see if the Bears can get back on the winning track uh, with that game. But yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm just picking the Lions throwing a fucking dart at the board basically all right well we know double is gonna pick the bears but uh would you care to explain why the bears as i said i need the bears to win for fantasy reasons so i can't go against them in this pick but i mean i mean you can no you absolutely can my brain won't let me (laughs) i mean i wanted the eagles to win but i was under no illusions that they wouldn't so i have the seahawks i'm keeping my hopes up because last week trubisky i mean he didn't play well but robinson had two touchdowns montgomery played pretty well and they're going against a detroit defense that ranks dead last right now in yards given up so we we're hoping you're robot as fuck right now bro you're super robo dubs right now robo dubs oh there you go you're back hey my boy is back so you're picking the Bears. All right, so Cincinnati, Miami. Uh, let's go Meech. Uh, I'll take the Dolphins uh, in this Yeah, one. that's uh, my boy. But is back at practice. It will be interesting to see if he starts. Flores previously indicated that he is the guy if he's healthy. So he should get the starting position if he's healthy. He's back at practice. So theoretically, Tua should be hitting the field again. And, you know, let's hope that they're not – you know, doing what a fantasy team does and streaming their fucking quarterbacks weekly. Cause like I said, one quarterback is what you need on a fucking NFL team. Yeah. I think all you needed to hear here was that Tua was going to play or it's looking like he's going to play. So give me the dolphins. Uh, I mean, Fitz magic could probably handle the fuck. Yeah. Even then I think too. I agree. I think even if Tua didn't play, the dolphins would probably still pull this one out, but now, for sure, give me the Dolphins. Bengals suck without Burrow. They're nothing. This Their defense has nothing. looked a little bit better, though. They have not looked like the worst Doesn't matter. in the NFL. Doesn't matter. Burrow's gone. RIP. No, but they might cover that spread. 
Your mom's gonna cover that spread. Hey, oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Beach's mom famous for not covering her spread. <laughs> oh my lord! All right, I was trying to be like nice about it. Double just went for the throat. Get the body bag, Charles. All right, let's go to Jacksonville, Minnesota. Also, I love how Jacksonville's written here. It's written Jacksonville. That's yeah. That's because how, that's I how always spell it. I always type J A X first because that's how it comes up on like yeah, there. Yeah. Right, so yeah. I always just type it that way. And then it's I, fucking awesome. I always type it. I'm like, fuck. We should start a petition for them to change the spelling to that because it's fucking phenomenal. It is way better, right? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. So, all right. Anyway, back on track. We really are ADD as fuck today. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> wicked big. For yeah, this. I'm just like, like in my brain right now, it's like just. It's like yeah. the end of Space Odyssey, just like all of space I mean, and time blowing by me at once. Full but, transparency, <laughs> I put the bubbler in the fridge today, which is like my go-to. <laughs> Nothing smoother than a cold hit, dude. I so that's it's, what I did. It's so tr- it's so true. I, I got a brownie in my system. You guys know how I am with that stuff. Oh, Jesus, we <laughs> you're, you're alive. A fucking episode without him sleeping. Yeah, right. <laughs> Normally you take an edible and don't hear from me for three days. Well, Somebody I, couldn't even play Brawlhalla on a fucking edible. Can't play Super so Smash Bros. Funny. We were just sitting there and I all of a sudden go, guys, I can't do this. What do you fuck do you mean you can't do this? All I can do is it's close my Brawlhalla. You just fucking bite You did that, say bro. that. You did say that. Like the only thing I could do is close my eyes. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I ate it like twelve hours ago, so it's 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 still in there, I but it's, a, it's lingering. It's like the I took a six hundred milligram edible a couple weeks ago and I had to pick Selena up from work. Look at double. I can eat so much more pot than you. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> big no, massive vibes coming out. I was wrecked, but it was. I'm just saying, like I had, it, I had a mission and I got my mission completed. Yeah, okay, cool. Congratulations on completing your mission. So who are you going to take in the Jacksonville-Minnesota game? Well, Jacksonville's lost 10 straight, and Kirk Cousins has the best QBR in the fourth quarter of the season, even above Patrick Mahomes. So give me the Vikings. Dalvin Cook's been phenomenal, second in the league in rushing. Like I said, Kirk's been great the last few games, despite a little bit of a dud against Dallas. Jacksonville, they're just not it. They had Mike Glennon at quarterback last week. Robinson is phenomenal and they should build their offense around him in the future, but they just don't have it this season, Minnesota. Marone said that even though Minshew's fully healthy, they're in full tank mode. He literally said that. He, he got quoted on that. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> but no, he said that Glennon would get the start, which, once again, no reason to watch the Jags if Gardner Minshew is now out there fucking Correct. giving mustache rides to his receivers, dude. Working out in a fucking jock strap in the locker room before the game, just doing stretches and yoga. Like, that's must-see TV. <laughs> Guy just has some fucking moxie, bro. Uh, yeah, it's some big dick energy for sure. There's, yeah, no, there's maybe sure. no other quarterback in history with more big dick energy right <laughs> like yeah, Foles I'm taking has the, the vikings big... there too also feeling back uh feeling got taken off the covid19 contact list so he was in the close contact list before last game we saw Joe, justin jefferson ball out eagles passed him idiots four um, receivers for the vikings had seven plus catches too so they didn't miss a beat yeah but Thielen is his boy in the yeah. red zone he's back yep so him and Jay Jefferson are going to fucking kill it. 
Anyway, let's move on to the fucking Colts Texans. Yeah. Who you got in this one, Dubs? Uh, I have to go with the Colts. Uh, their defense has been great all season long. The Texans have Texans have been surging as of late. We talked last week about how good Deshaun Watson's been and to get that man some fucking help this offseason, Houston. But I'm going to have to go with the Colts here. I think the defense is going to make the adjustments to not stop Deshaun Watson, but slow him down enough for the offense to execute and put some scores on the board. Phillip Rivers connected with T.Y. Hilton finally for a touchdown last week. He's done nothing this season, but seeing him get involved must be good for Colts fans. Hines is the best wide receiver in the league, man. Best wide, yeah. Fuck that guy. If you if you're listening <laughs> to this, fuck you. <laughs> Whoever that guy was is just delusional. If he thinks that that's true, like yeah, every time I think he just about flat that, I just wrong. I totally fucking <laughs> yeah. forgot about that, dude. Uh, I haven't because I remember thinking that Double might just be overreacting because he's an asshole, but that is just a ludicrous statement to make. And Double Luda. was fully warranted to just scream his head off at him. Cool. But yeah, I'm taking the Colts as well here. Texans have looked good. They won't have Fuller because uh, he got popped for. Yeah, PDs. dude, the fucking Texans locker room with it, hanging out with Vince McMahon and company. Well, just, hanging out with Brian Cushing, who I think got popped a couple times during his career for him. So, yeah, but yeah, that makes sense because <laughs> Brian Cushing, yeah, but just yeah. was injured constantly. I mean, I always liked Brian Cushing. Like, I was always a Brian Cushing guy, but he got popped, I think, a couple times in his career. Two people uh, have been popped: Bradley Roby and and Fuller, Fuller. got popped. Yeah, yeah, so. and that's. A win for me, one of the people that says Will Fuller's not good. There you go. P- I mean, he's always good. It just, you can never fucking I don't know. Healthy, Is he? Which... Maybe he's just been using performance-enhancing drugs, Meech. No, that's allowed him to stay on the field. He's always good. I don't he's, know. he's like no more Marzana for Marzara. Who? Call him Marzana again, goddammit. Uh, for baseball, he'll have like three or four games at like 20 points, and then he gets injured for like the whole year. Will Fuller, every year. This year, he was on the field for the whole year, gets popped for PEDs. There's a reason he was on the field for a whole year. He actually was getting some help. So, yeah, I think shot in the ass. Yeah, okay, we'll see. All right, so let's move it on to the Vegas and the Jets game. Who are we taking, Meech? The Jets. Oh, no, just kidding. The Raiders. Uh, I'm going to take the fucking Raiders. Uh, the Jets are going on 16 this year. They're not winning. Raiders are 5-0. and this- I'm going to take over double stats department here for a second. Raiders are 5-0 and when Josh Jacobs runs for 75-plus yards. He's going against a 26th-ranked rush defense. Uh, I mean, I'm eliminated from fantasy playoffs now, but goddamn it, Gruden, use this great running back that you have and give him the goddamn ball. The... I mean, I'm just, are you, are you good? Are you done with your stats? I'll to put down my glass and go fuck myself so I can talk now. Gruden and the Raiders coming off a devastating loss to the Chiefs last week. They almost had that game in hand and a couple of defensive breakdowns against Pat Mahomes. Not the person you want to do that against. Cost them that win. And last week they got fucking dismantled by the Falcons which led to a five turnover game and a 43 to six loss. So I think they're going to be a, it would be a goddamn shame if they don't bounce back this week against the jets. They're like Meech said, they're not going to win a game this year. They're going to go. Oh, and 16. So give me the Raiders. If they don't win this one, 
Yeah, and speaking of me being Mike Trout, supposed to be 42 on Sunday. There is rain uh, before the game, but 42 is not too cold for a team from a dome. So I don't think the the Raiders are going to have any problem with the weather there this week either. I I absolutely am loving the weather updates from Meech. Like I'm, I don't just know if so I'm loving here for it, dude. I don't know if I'm loving the weather and the stats. <laughs> he's so defensive about his little stats. He's, he's so, so goddamn defensive, defensive. and I don't even want <laughs> to be all stuck and all that weather. I don't want to be. Let's start throwing guy. out temperatures in downtown Santa Clara. <laughs> I make fun of Double for how many fucking stats he throws out on Sundays after the games are over. This guy's like, let me looks. let me throw out some stats and some weather. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, bitch about me and my goddamn stats next time, Micho. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got we got the other team from New York up next. The uh... Sad boy shots are going to come at a premium for a couple of weeks. Yeah, they yes. are. Yeah, they are. So what's the update on his injury? It's the Giants and the Seahawks, by the way, for those listening. What's the uh, update was on his injury? Hamstring. Is it a hamstring? Yeah, hamstring. Yeah. He is listed as questionable, but I'm willing to bet that's going to be a no this week and next week. It's oh, he's out. Actual, yeah. Yeah, he's I, saw, I saw they, an article that said that, he didn't practice. So Yeah, they've announced that Colt McCoy. Pew, pew, oh, did they announce that? Pew, pew. The start. Nice. I didn't see that one yet. I just saw he didn't practice. So who, so who are you taking, Dubs? Too busy looking up yeah. stats. <laughs> You'd be right, Meech. Uh, well, I'm going <laughs> to have to go with the Seahawks. Giants are a dumpster fire. They have no Saquon Barkley. Now no Danny Dimes. I'm a big Colt, McC- Colt McCoy guy. Pew, pew. pew. <laughs> but I just don't think he's going to be able to get it done. Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf were lighting up Meech's Eagles last week. 10 yeah, catches, but, 177 I mean, yards, and a fight with Darius Slay. And a win. Despite Seattle's bad defense, I don't think the Giants are going to be good enough on offense to exploit it. So, we're going to go with the Seahawks. Did you guys see the stats they were saying about the Seahawks defense? No. That guy, please bring them on. Yeah. yeah. Forget Come on, the stat exact, guy. Forget the this exact, isn't my department. Yeah, right, right, right. I would, of course you didn't see it. <laughs> I would I would be lying if I said I knew the exact number, but they were talking about how the Seahawks defense was going to be one of like three teams like in NFL history to average to allow 475 or more yards per game. It was like them, the 2012 Saints, and like the 1950 something. Yeah, didn't you? I think you actually mentioned that on the last episode that they were like letting. I think you said like 500 at the time. Yeah, they were. It was like, just under 500, and then I saw that's that fucking in crazy. the game on Monday. I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's. But yet nutty. they're still seven and three or eight and three, whatever they are. Well, they've looked yeah. better too with Dunlap back or Dunlap acquired and uh, Adams back. They have looked better for sure. Yeah, I mean it's um, crazy that Adams leads their team in sacks. I mean that's safety. what he is though. He's a he's a, he's a he's not as much of a cover guy as Do you he think, is a fucking um, blitz guy. Isaiah Simmons for the Cardinals out of Clemson is going to be the same kind of player because they are kind of the same mold coming out of the draft. Yeah, I mean, it just it kind of just depends on the defensive scheme. I feel like if you have freedom to move them around, well, uh, Arizona you know. kind of does. They have that attacking three four kind of defense. Yeah, I don't know enough about um, that Cardinals player really, but 
Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, the Seahawks are going to win this game. It's not even close. Uh, Daniel Jones is out. Uh, Devontae Freeman not eligible to play, so we will see a heavy dose of Wayne Gallman again. Uh, the Gallmeister? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Uh, yeah, no, so we'll see a heavy <laughs> dose of him, but just I'm not expecting much from the Giants with those two guys out, really. Agreed. Well, you brought up Arizona. And uh, they are playing the Rams this week. Uh, who are we going to pick? DK mode. In DK mode, as always. Uh, who, <laughs> <laughs> who are you going to pick in this one, Meech? Go Rams. Curious, go Rams. Go Rams. Went, go Rams. Go Rams. going back and forth on this one. I, I am going to go Rams. Yes. They came off a disappointing week with the 49ers last week. Uh, I think, you know, everyone thought they had just finally started to figure it out. And then Jared Goff started playing like Jared Goff again with the turnovers. Fucking figure it out. Fucking figure it out. I do figure it out. I do think that uh, they're they're gonna rebound here though. Yeah, that's my boy. So I was going back and forth. Are you a Charger fan? Yeah, right. Fuck. Aren't you an fuck. Guy? Fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Wrong yellow and blue, birdie. Fuck you. Make your fucking pick, Dubs. So I was going back and forth on this one. But since Meech took the Rams, I guess I'm going to go with the Cardinals just to differ. So this will be one of our swing games this week, Meech. The Cardinals are coming off a loss to my Patriots. Saw Kyler Murray struggle. Your Patriots. Patriots. That's fucking way more accurate than (laughs) Meech saying his Lakers. I know. I just felt like giving you shit. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Fair enough. Either way, Kyle, Kyler Murray struggled against Patriots defense last week. I like him to bounce back this week against the Rams, despite the Rams defense being a lot better. I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be one of those weeks where the Ram- the Cardinals are able to bounce back offensively. You don't see DeAndre Hopkins get shut out two weeks in a row, but he's going to be going against probably the two best corners in the NFL on back-to-back weeks with Stephon Gilmore and Jalen Ramsey. Like you yeah. said, Jared Goff came back down to earth, and I'm going to have to go with Cardinals. Yeah, and, and the yeah. Rams did drop the proverbial ball last week. so They did, but it's not going to happen again. And like you said, Ramsey's got to be covering Hopkins. So even if they're trying to focus on getting him the ball, Ramsey's got to shut him down. He's, he's one of the best corners. I really like the Isabella, Andy Isabella, the receiver for the Cardinals. You guys seen him at all? Yeah, I did. I took notice of him last week. I did, actually. He's a clown. He runs really good routes. Meech, he's a clown. He's, a clown. he's like their fourth best, fifth best receiver. Because just... the Cardinals have like eight good receivers. We're all just drinking the haterade so hard tonight. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> well, all right. Speaking as well of calls out Andy Isabella out of all fucking people. <laughs> I talked about DeAndre Hopkins. He's I was just a big, curious big, big if anyone else noticed him. Big Dude, he fu- All right. You didn't watch it. <laughs> All right, Double Well, your Patriots are next on the list against yeah, the Chargers, so we know against who you're Birdie's picking. Chargers. God yeah, we're, damn it. We're going to walk into L.A. and take down your team, Birdie. We're going to dismantle the Air Bear just like we I did fucking Kyler hate Murray this. last week. I fucking hate this. What do you hate? I fucking hate this. They're not my team. You hate I the Rams, hate and you love the Chargers <laughs> because you're a Chargers <laughs> fan. Air Bear. The Air Bear is going down this week. He has been carrying the Chargers all season long, but not carrying them to many wins. Uh, Patriots are in playoff mode. They need to basically win out to make the playoffs. We had a huge win against the Cardinals last week where the defense rebounded after looking poor against 
Deshaun Watson and the Texans. Rebounded in a big way, holding Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins in check and picking up the win. I like us to do the same thing against a less capable Chargers offense. And we're going to differ here, too. I'm going to take the Chargers. Hey! I I probably am because Bill, I I can't think of his fucking record, but you're the stats guy. He has a staggering record against rookie quarterbacks, doesn't he? Yeah, he's definitely better at second time we play just confusing the rookie quarterbacks but i don't know why i'm picking the charges here i just am Um, (laughs) they could put up some numbers famous last words i don't know why i am but i am i don't know why i am but i'm doing it Uh, i have the stat for you meach bill belichick is 38 and three against rookie quarterbacks whoa that is staggering yeah, no, he confuses the shit out of him is what he fucking does. All three um, of those losses are on the road, though. Oh, my charges. Well, Birdie's charges, <laughs> really. Stop it. This will... <laughs> I am done with this. It is no he longer only, a thing. He thought it was over. And then we it's it never going to be over. He's no you could tell he was, like, smiling <laughs> on his end, and he just, like, put his hands down and was like, stop it. Yeah, he just got so bad right now. Usually it's you and me fighting, but we found common ground in this area to just uh, take, a, take a few hits. Out well, Meech and I kind of went at each other's throats before the show. I'm sorry, but I still love you. So, uh, is there anything else you want anymore? Yeah, I know you don't. It's okay. (laughs) I've been in this situation before with every girlfriend I've ever had. I'll win you back. Don't worry. It'll happen. All right. We got a couple more games to cover here, boys. Speaking of haterade, I'm taking the Packers. Fuck the Eagles. Yeah, who isn't taking the fucking Packers? It's really the bigger question. Exactly. Your defense could not contain uh dk metcalf i don't expect them to contain Devonte adams either yeah you know the sad thing is our our defense didn't look bad uh you know it, it didn't your front seven just... your front seven looked great you guys had 11 tackles for loss i mean even slay a couple times i mean one of like a 45 yard reception that dk had slay was Jerry... draped all the fucking over him I mean, he yeah. was literally all over him. I don't know how the fuck that happens. Darius Lee's um, great. I love him. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not all his fault. I'm I'm, I'm going to say that. Our, our defense tried its best to get us a W last week, and our offense just gave him no fucking support at all. Doing your um, best Bears impression. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> dude. Yeah, no, I'll, I'm going to take the Packers here as well. Packers look to be rolling. 37 degrees at Lambeau. Shouldn't affect the Eagles too much. They're used to the weather, but they're what they're not used to is playing a fucking actual NFL football game because they look like dog shit every goddamn week. But uh, the Packers are going to win. I don't even think we really need to spend more time on this game. I agree, hundred no. percent. So the last game on the list is the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs. Who are we taking, Mitch? Well, does Denver uh, have yeah, a quarterback? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, yeah, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I mean, Drew Locke will be back this week for the Broncos, so they'll at least have a quarterback who's actually started in the fucking NFL before. And it's actually uh, a quarterback. Yeah, who's who's their actual number one quarterback, but uh, and not a practice squad receiver. But yeah. uh, the Chiefs, like we've talked about, are just one of the the truly. I think everyone's Super Bowl favorite and truly one of the teams you just don't have any questions about. Yep. I mean, yeah, there's just really nothing much else. The only stat you need to know here is that Patrick Mahomes has accounted for 32 total touchdowns to two interceptions this season. Broncos quarterbacks combined 12 touchdowns to 19 interceptions. 
Oof. Yeah, 25 so turnovers the, over the past total, couple of yeah. games for the, the Broncos. So bad. Even if the Broncos quarterbacks are playing, I don't think this game's going to matter. So give me the Chiefs. For sure. All right, well, I guess that's going to do it. Any uh, Anything else you want to talk about? Nope. Nope. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for listening to this episode of Stone Sports. Follow us on all social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Hey, I remembered them all this time. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. Woo-woo. Say goodbye, boys. Peace. Lighters. Peace.